Welcome to Friends Unscripted. I'm Abigail. I'm Neher. I'm Harmon. I'm Joanna. And we are your authentically overzealous yet incredibly intelligent co-hosts. <laughs> and we're just going to be starting off this podcast today just going a little bit into these three lovely ladies and what they're currently doing and majoring in and graduating in and probably going to be taking the world by storm in <laughs> their respective fields. Um, so I wanted to just address a little bit about like girls in STEM um, through this. And we, so I just kind of want you guys to maybe introduce like what major you're in and just like what track I guess you're on. Okay, so I guess I'll go first. So I'm currently in pharmacy. Um, I'm set to get a doctorate in pharmacy in about six years. That's well, with the program I'm in, and I'm on my fourth year, so I'm halfway done. Yeah. Damn. All right. 50% through. Harmon, you want to go next? Gee, I'll go next. Nice to know that you're in pharmacy. I knew that you wanted to do pharmacy for a while. Um, I am a psych major and a biotech major, so... Those two are going great. <laughs> Sorry about my birds. You probably hear them. Um, I have finished my psych major, all the requirements and whatnot. I applied for my biotech major this spring. No, this year, this semester, fall. Got it approved, and now I'm officially one. So it's so looking great. Except that I have to do a fifth year. <laughs> I have to do a fifth year for my college experience or whatever because... I want to apply to med school, and it's it's normal for med students to take a gap year. So I'm like, why not do a second degree? Kind of regret it, but I'm looking forward to um, a lots of biology and lots of cells and shit, microscopes, all of that. Yeah, that's Can't a good wait. mindset, though. I mean, you're actually taking you instead of a gap year, you're like, oh, let me do the second degree. Let me, yeah. <laughs> Take on more because you know what? I can't. I love that. <laughs> it's okay. The depression will last for another year. It's okay. I'll be fine. A new, a new depression will come again for med school. <laughs> I believe It'll in be you. Wave. We, can, we can share these experiences. When I go into law school and you're in med school, we'll just see yeah. how this goes. <laughs> we'll, we'll be like crying in the same room. <laughs> crying in the phone to each other. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> uh, what about you, Joanna? Um, so as we all know, or maybe the listeners don't know, I major in civil engineering. Um, I'm like planning to have like two different minors, like I'm minoring in transportation and, um, construction management. Cause like my school does this thing where you could choose like different concentrations within civil engineering. And like most people graduate with one, but like I have enough free electives where I could graduate with two. So that's what I'm going to do. Um, and yeah, and I should be graduating next semester if all goes well. I don't know. Um, but like, yeah, it it really depends on like my credits and like if the classes I need to take are offered next semester. Like I've heard some like stories where like the classes that you need to take before you graduate don't get offered 
and then you have to take them in the fall. So if anything like that happens, I may stick around until next fall. But, you know, yeah, that's the dream to be a civil engineer. Oh, I love that. So um, in the last podcast, actually, when we were talking about majors and such, Labiba like mentioned that she wanted to be an architect since she was basically like four or five, like since she was really little, she knew. But like, when did you guys know that you, this was like the field that you want to do? What was your defining moment? I didn't really have a defining moment. If you guys knew me in high school, I had no idea what I wanted to do. I wanted to become an accountant. Did not happen because my parents were like, no, you should become a doctor or an engineer. As all brown parents are, I'm sure like a lot of you resonate. Um, and I don't, I honestly can't remember how I got into choosing pharmacy. I knew that I chose nursing. Majority of the schools I applied to were for nursing majors, and my second option was anesthesiology because I thought that was so cool. They make bank. <laughs> they make bank. And that's why I wanted to do that. That was my goal. Make bank. Especially as like a woman in STEM. Of course, I had to. I don't know. I think I just ended up Googling it. Especially um, last year of high school, they made us do a bunch of those college, um, like future lookout type of things, projects. And we had to research like a whole bunch of them. And I think Joanna was in my class. We had um, a government class and he made us search up what we'd like to do, like what the salary was and everything. And I was just like browsing and I found pharmacists and it just seemed like a really cool option. And there weren't that many schools that offer it. And I was like, might as well give it a shot. And look where we are now, four years later. I love that. I love that. But I had no set idea. I always wanted to be like a lawyer and accountant. But my parents said no. They were not paying for that. So. Oh, here I am. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> I think, uh, I don't know. Like, that's interesting. Labiba knew since she was like four or five. Like, dang. Okay. Um, <laughs> Uh, I think I figured out I want to do civil engineering was like from our high school. Like, you know, those explorer programs they would like have like a sign up for um, where you could get like experience and stuff. Like I did my explorers program at Structure Tone, which is like a really well-known construction company in the city. And like because of them, like I literally shadowed like civil engineers. Like that was the whole program. And like they would like tell me what they did on a day to day basis and I was like, whoa, I, like, I could see myself doing this. Like, I really like it. Um, so then I just, just started applying to colleges with civil engineering as my major. I think I applied to every single one with civil engineering as my major. Um, yeah, I think so. That was like sophomore, junior year when I did the Explorers program. And then so I guess that was like my eye-opening experience that, that that's what I wanted to do. But um, like looking back on my life now, I realized when I was like little, I used to play with Legos a lot and like actually build stuff. So I was like, in, in like probably since I was really young, I always kind of knew I wanted to be a civil engineer, but I just didn't really like capture it until like when I was older. And I was like, whoa, 
I like Legos. That coincides <laughs> with what I'm doing now. I just have a question for you, Joanna. How yeah. big of a role did going to a high school with engineering as one of its majors, I'd say, quote unquote, have an influence on you going into civil engineering? I think a huge one. Um, like, my family has a lot of engineers, but like, we never really spoke about it because my mom was always like, oh, just find what you like. Like, don't feel pressured into doing what everyone else in our family did, you know? Um, so, like, she actually was, like, majoring as an engineer back in Columbia before she came to the U.S. So she didn't want to put that pressure on me because she herself knows how hard of a major it is. Um, but I think our high school um, did a really good job in, like, emphasizing that STEM can be fun. So, yeah, I think they were a major contribution to that. <laughs> it's pretty cool. I, it's, uh, it's for Joanna, like, I noticed your family your parents, they went to college, right? Both of them? Right? My mom, yes. yeah, like my mom did for like a short time and then she dropped out. And then my dad also, oh. like he did for a short time and they dropped out. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Mine, my parents didn't. So it's just like, I don't, I feel like my experiences might be a little bit different than you guys and how I chose. Because I didn't really know, like me here, I did not know what I wanted to be. In high school, Okay, well, in high school when I joined CTEA, I didn't even know it was an engineering and like architect or construction school. I just joined it because middle school, no one told me anything about high schools. And then even college, I mean, in high school when we were picking colleges, I ain't no shit, honestly. So I just applied where I know I'd get chosen or picked or whatever, right? So when I got to CTEA, I was playing the engineering major. I'm like, all right, that's cool. But then I saw there was an architect major. And I'm like, why can't I get put into that? So... Maybe in that moment, I was like, you know what, an architect, an architect being one of those would be really cool. But I never got my major changed in high school. So I just went through engineering, applied to colleges and got to college. And I didn't know what I wanted to do. Did not want to be an engineer. <laughs> I mean, it was cool. I really liked the hands-on work. But when I got to college, no, I didn't know. I took my basic classes and I'm like, all right, I still, and they're like, you have to choose a major. And I'm like, I don't know what I want to be. and they're like, what did you enjoy? What classes did you enjoy? And I, I liked the, I liked all the med school stuff, like the psych classes. And there was a med class that I took. I really liked it. I liked knowing how things work specifically, like how and why. So I chose psych because I also took a, a neurobio class, and I just loved the freaking like, um, what is it, like, the pathways neuro, the, mainly the brain. Honestly, it was the brain that got me into that shit. I'm like, I'm gonna be a neurosurgeon. Two semesters later, I'm like, I don't even know. I wanted to be in the med field, but not exactly neurology. So that happened. And then psych apparently was nothing med school related. Like it had like a couple of classes and I really did enjoy psych because it was like, bro, brown people, they have a lot of like family problems. And I'm like, yo, this 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 relates to me. <laughs> I can relate to this. <laughs> like, like I took family psychology and I'm like, oh my God, all these problems could have been solved if we just got sat down and talked. Yeah. We just so needed therapy. We exactly we just needed <laughs> therapy. Yeah. And then there was yeah and there was a moment where I was like, I'm gonna be a psychologist. Got bored of that. And I'm like, I don't know what to do anymore. Again, it's like that just re repetition of just like, oh my God, I think I got it. And then I don't. And mm -hmm. then 
then the fi- the moment when I figured it out was when I um what was it when I interned at a firm. It wasn't like a firm of any specialty, but it did put people in, from the med field into like biotech pharmacies, uh, pharmaceutical pharmaceuticals and companies like that. And when I was there, I got to look at the like these like they were literally biographies. Like when I looked at the LinkedIn's, their where they worked, and basically I was a stalker for them. But we're not going to mention that. <laughs> it was great. I loved working there. But and I learned a lot about these um, professionals, and I'm like, damn. And then I learned so many like different fields. I learned about biology, um, neurobiology, microbiology, lots of these lots of biology. So I'm like, damn, this is all this is cool, right? And then later, I'm like, all right, I'm a major in biotech. And now I know that I want to go to med school and want to make it official here. Yes. <laughs> wow. I admire that, definitely. I think I think a very big thing on when you go into college is, like, you feel like you have to be pressured to be going into, like, one specific thing and then just follow it all the way through. But you were really like, I, I want to do this. Wait, nope, I changed my mind. I want to do this instead. Wait, nope. You were really like, I am going to find out what I love and I'm not just going to stick to something just because of some random goal I set. And I love that. I really love that. I don't know if you remember, but last winter, in the middle of the night on a random January, in in the month of January, just a random day, I I was telling Labiba, I'm going to become an architect, Labiba. I'm dropping everything. I'm becoming an architect. I did no <laughs> halfway halfway into like I did the, all the research that night I'm like I know how I'm gonna transfer and everything the next morning I wake up and like, what the fuck was I thinking <laughs> <laughs> and, like uh, what I, I'm sorry my don't mind me Labiba I had a minor psychotic break <laughs> yes exactly I was in right? for a little minute <laughs> I see no problems with that. You know, you looked at it, you searched it up, and then you woke up and you were like, "Mm, this ain't for me. (laughs) No, it's not. I I appreciate that. Deal about it, you know? (laughs) Yeah, had to sleep on them decisions, right? It's a good thing you didn't do anything in the moment. It's okay. I know. Yeah, that's one of the things. Like, I I, I noticed I'm freaking impulsive as fuck. So I stopped. I wait through my decisions now. Oh, okay. <laughs> smart, smart. So just like specifically, uh, what are some really cool things that like you guys have done in your profession or just some something that you feel was probably complete, like completely mind blowing when you were studying for it, like in college and such? And it, it doesn't have to be something that you think won't interest other people. Like what specifically just for you was just like, bam. I don't want to keep answering everything first. <laughs> But since no one's answering, um, not really a major stepping point or anything like that, but having to learn about drugs and how they work and what they do and the side effects, and then actually being able to work with people and explain it to them and just know this information. Like, Mm -hmm. we recently learned about what's it called, like anti-inflammatory drugs um, in school. And I go into work the next day and I'm just like, yeah, that's this and this. And this is the indication that it's used for, oh, they're also taking this drug. So they're experiencing a side effect. And I'm just like, wow, I can't believe I know all this information now. 
Ooh, you were just marveled by your own mind. Yeah, that's just the best part because they could name a drug and I'd be like, oh yeah, so this is for this. And I just know now. And I think that's the best part. Not to say that I'm, you know, not to sound condescending or anything, but it's just so cool that I'm able to actually retain this information now and actually like see how how it's working and actually being able to put my degree to use. Now pop off, girl. Pop yeah, off. Yeah, that's, that's the best part for me. So, so a lot of what you said was like you applying your knowledge, right? So mm-hmm. similarly to me, that to me for me is that when I like read about like the stuff that we do with lab and stuff like manuals, for example, when we work with cells, we're using the microscope and looking at them if they're moving and using these like. Um, like you said, drugs to prevent them from moving and stuff like that. Like I can't. I don't know if I should go in depth to, with it because I don't know if it'll. Like, I don't know if the listeners will girl go in it. depth. Yeah, man. Don't worry. Okay. Okay. So okay. So one experiment that we did this semester, which I was really happy about, was there was this cell. I don't. It sounds like chlamydia. Honestly, I don't know how to say it, but the cell. It has flagella, which is like this little like tail at the end. And we would put in acid, like a type of acid to so it'll prevent the flagella from moving, right? So that way the cell won't be able to move in to- it at all for a couple of minutes and then it'll start moving later. So we did that and then we added a different a drug a, a called, I think it was called um, choline something like that yeah choline and it would basically cut off the flagella so they in the end wouldn't move at all and when you see that under the microscope that shit looks amazing honestly just looking at the cells under the microscope is so freaking cool and you know covid right so covid got the whole online epidemic pandemic thing that was the worst part of my entire life because i couldn't go into the lab and do that the hands-on stuff we all we did was read about it and i don't like that i don't like reading honestly i'm going to med school and i'm going to regret saying this but i hate reading i like to put the stuff that i learn in the real world world yes. and i like and i like you're gonna uh, when they start cutting into cadavers and stuff you're just exactly. gonna love that i am gonna love that there is this okay so on tiktok right the, the way i felt like good and alive and my passion for med school mm-hmm. kept continued it was on tiktok there's this um page they he, it's a famous page i don't even remember the name of it but they basically have cadavers and they have these like small mini one minute like lectures that just tell you what part of the cadaver you're looking at i'm like oh my god this is so cool yeah so we did do we did do something like that so in psych 101 my first semester where we cut into a cow eye and we looked at the inside, the people and everything. Not the people, pupil, my bad, right? And damn, just picking it, picking up a scalpel, cutting into the eye was, it was oh yucky, but it was, kind of, it was kind of fun. I'm not going to lie, it was kind of fun. So I'm not a serial killer, I promise. I, I believe you, I believe you. But trust me, this is the exact reason why I did not go into the medical field because, <laughs> okay, as much as I would love to help people in that aspect, me and blood and, oh, you you talking about that eye? Oh, no, mm-mm. my gag reflex would just be like, Shoo. I commend it's anyone. Cool. It's really cool once you look into it and you cut it open and you take each 
like layer apart. Oh, and, like, no the colors. <laughs> Yo, you see like every single part of it. It's amazing. You and here goes my gag reflex. <laughs> yeah, it looks it's really cool. Really cool. Yes. I, I, like, yeah, this is why awesome you guys are in it, and not me. <laughs> I know this no, might be a little. Gross. It is gross, but it's still pretty cool when you see bit by bit. Like we we didn't do this in person, but we we saw a simulation of a pig get cut open and stuff. And we saw each individual part of the pig. And it might be controversial for some people because it's like a living animal or whatever. But, I mean, you got to learn somehow, right? So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is like... She's about to die. I mean, like, so I'm just remembering... Into- I'm remembering in, like, in like high school when they, when they almost... When they had us cut into, like... What is it? I was about to no, say no, that. The no, frog. Frog? The frog. <laughs> the frog, bro. They wanted to cut into frogs. They were like, we're doing it after school. I was like, bye. Oh, no. I, w- I was disgusted enough when they had us freaking look through freaking bird feces. You think I was happy that day when I had to freaking go oh. through owl poop? No. That thing was nasty. I freaking found a bone of a dead animal in there. I almost puked. Y'all were about to have to look through two different things in that day, all right? It was not It was not good. I knew that day in life sciences, Abby is not going into the sciences. <laughs> It why is did for every the best. school make us go into owl poop? I don't I know why. I was Same. like, do yeah. I have to? And they're just like, yes. I'm like, okay. <laughs> no, I have this- to say, though, I will take dissecting any day over working with live animals. Because oh, yeah, trying to pick up, like, wh- what was it? I think we worked with mice. Mm-hmm. little small mice and you can barely grab onto them and they're so freaking scared because mm-hmm. we're trying to grab onto them Aww. and then having to inject them it's the worst <gasps> thing ever no, oh yeah, i think i, I just got wounded i haven't worked with any is this animal animals. cruelty <laughs> yeah, it kind of is yeah <laughs> i mean they're in the lab and they're bred in the lab but it's like oh. it still is still life yeah. but yeah live animals it feels weird because i have birds right you have guys you guys have dogs some of you have um mm-hmm. other animals ain't nobody touching her <laughs> yeah like you feel it, it you feel the warmth and you feel them move and it's like different it's like they're, they're so fragile when they're alive. But when they're dead, they're just like a lump of body. They're just like bones and stuff. There's nothing there. It's other than their organs and everything. They're dead. So I okay. just feel so bad because they're so scared and they're constantly <laughs> running away from you. And their reflexes are to like bite you. Yeah. So you can't, you have to be really careful of how you grab them. And then, well, yeah, they want to fight for their lives, man. <laughs> yeah, you have to like hold, pinch their necks, uh, their like neck area back just to be able to inject them. And if you make one small move because they're so small, the mice, you could kill them. And like one of my friends accidentally stabbed one of them last year. And then the, the TAs were like, oh, I mean, it's, we don't want that to happen. But then again, it's okay because they're going to get euthanized after. And I'm like, that's so sad. It is very sad. Especially if you're an animal lover. Like, it sucks. Yeah. I'm hoping no one who's trying to go into the veterinary field is listening to this right now. And if you are, I sincerely (laughs) apologize. I'm sure veterinarians have to go through this. (gasps) They have to go through To learn about the anatomy. 
I think I just hurt, like, my heart. I'm really glad I'm not trying to be one of those lawyers who are going into, like, saving the rainforest and saving animals and all that stuff. Because, you know what? Otherwise, I probably would be calling somebody right now. <laughs> yeah, that entire semester was hard because I would dread going into class and having to touch the rats or having to inject them. I have what not injected a single one in fear. Since my friend did that, in fear that I would stab and kill one of them. It's the worst. I think I just was wounded. <laughs> well, okay then. <laughs> okay, well, like, right, I'm gonna try to be a little bit happier now. All right. So, Sorry Joanna, for that. Joanna, Joanna <laughs> still needs to answer. Oh. What was the question? <laughs> we went <laughs> off on a rant about mice. <laughs> yeah. It was some okay so something really cool that like happened to you like or some really something really cool about that's like happened in your profession or just like while you were studying or something like just something really cool to you like pop off for you mm, other than the sleepless nights um <laughs> <laughs> i think something i really enjoy <laughs> um something i really it's not it's not even a joke i'm not even lying that's the funny part um <laughs> something I really enjoyed was like I think all of you know at this point like last summer I interned at the New York State like DOT Department of Transportation and it was like my first internship with like actual engineers um Mm -hmm. so I was like really cool because like transportation is something I'm really like into at the moment so getting to like work with hands-on like engineers and one of them actually went to my university and now she's working there so I got to like bond with her and I was like oh my god like you're amazing you're literally where I want to be like five years from now um so that was like a really cool like full circle moment for me it was kind of like seeing like my future self um but yeah I think uh it's those experiences like that kind of like out of the classroom where you get to apply what you've learned in the real world is where you kind of like enjoy the most because you get to see what they're actually doing out there and what they're actually using and applying and creating so I think that's one of the coolest things I've experienced so far from my major okay but basically just to like I guess end the segment or such um what is what are some inspirational like words or some kind of you know just like words of wisdom or a message that you would give out to young girls who aspire to be in the fields that you guys are in um I definitely say, like, uh, it's hard, but also, like, you're going through it with everyone else. So don't be, don't feel like you're alone um, or that you're the only, you're going to be the only girl there. Because, like, there's, it's been, as we all said before, like, the times are changing and there's going to be a lot of females in your classes too a lot of female professors people you could definitely look up to and ask for questions and guidance so um yeah don't be afraid to explore stem and also uh i think having some kind of mentor during your time in college could be really like beneficial um so if you're trying to look for a mentor, I suggest like probably an upperclassman, someone who's already taken those classes or a professor you could kind of like trust or even like a guidance counselor, or, like advisor, if they're nice and chill. Like my, I, ha- I got really lucky. I really like my advisor 
Like he fixes my life in five minutes. So I highly suggest finding someone like that who you could like talk to about your problems or if you're doubting your major or even going into the STEM field, someone who could like kind of shake you out of that nervousness and frustration and get you back to where you want to go. Um, I would, I think that would be like a good place to start and someone to have going into STEM. Cause you're not, I think if you try to do everything on your own, it's going to be really difficult. So definitely try to find a good group of people to guide you. I want to add on like having a good support system is so important because the classes are very difficult. Any Anything that you do in the STEM field is going to be difficult. Like, you have a job, it's going to be difficult. You know, you don't understand a lot of things. You have a hard time in classes, understanding anything. Um, exams are tough. And if you don't have that support system, you're going to be so frustrated and you're going to want to drop out. But just having someone to talk to, like, after a really hard exam, someone to, like, just help motivate you is so important. And I think that's one of the reasons why I've stayed this long. Because every day I doubt myself and like, I want to drop out. And my other main thing is try, take any opportunity you have to get a taste of the field. Because I would not have stayed this long if I didn't like the profession I don't like the classes and I think a lot of them are pointless like why why do I need to know these structures am I going to work at a pharmacy and pull up the chemistry say, uh, yeah formula molecular yeah, formula particular <laughs> look up what's it called salicyclic acid and pull up the structure and be like <laughs> oh uh, the reason why this works sir, is because the OH changes from this to this. Am I going to ever bring that up? Absolutely not. It's important to know the mechanism of action, but do I need to know the structures and why the OH needs to change to this and this just for it to work? Absolutely not. It's, It's a waste of my time. It's a waste of your time. But here I am. And like that, so... The reason why I say this long is because I, I like going to the pharmacy. I like what I do. I like how the profession is and how, like, the way that we're able to help people, the knowledge that we have, or else I would not have stayed this long because these classes are long and so boring mm-hmm. and very difficult. So definitely get a taste of what you're going into before you spend all your money and all your time going into college, try it out. Or, you know, at least when you are in college, just use those internships. Put them to knowledge. Yeah. Put them to No, yeah, I I agree with you with that. Uh, My, what is it, my, one of my psych courses that I took for one of my professors, he was a career management professor. So he would help you understand what you want and why you want it. And he'd make sure that you had passion for it and that, you, and that you're not just doing it for the money, which is really important because if you are doing it for the money, there are so many other jobs that you can do something less like, I don't know, you want to be a doctor. You know, let's just pretend like this is my scenario. It's not, but let's say you want to be a doctor for the money. There's another job out there that you, you do not know of that you don't have to go through the route of med school and go through the freaking studying of med school. 
and still make that same amount of money. Like you can do stocks and earn that much, but you have to have a passion for it. So he, he like you need someone, a professor or an advisor, like Joanna said, that helps you out throughout. That makes sure that what you're doing isn't just for a small, insignificant goal. So, yeah, definitely have someone in your corner. I think another thing that's really good is to like whenever I'm really stressed out and I doubt myself if I even like this major anymore, just like imagine the end goal, like what it is you want to be doing after graduation, like despite all these difficult classes, just remembering yourself, like reminding yourself, like this is what I want to be like a year from now. This is where I want to be working. These are the people I want to be interacting with. Like having that angle in mind constantly is like a good motivator to finish where you where you started. So I think that's like important to recognize because like sometimes you get too engulfed in all these classes and you think this is how it's going to be forever, but it's not. It's just like these four years are going to be really difficult. But then after that, you're going to be working and like with your dream job, with the people that are, you know, like-minded thinkers just like you. So yeah so definitely like don't feel discouraged just because like classes are like really hard well thank you ladies i really appreciate all these words of wisdom all of you listening i hope you take that to heart if you're planning on going into this man or woman of course this is excellent advice and yeah i just like really listen to this because i think having somebody that shares their experiences really helps somebody else and i hope this helps you and you know what? Um, if anyone ever has any questions or such, don't be ashamed. Leave a comment. Direct message us on our Instagram. All right. I will definitely end up probably contacting one of these ladies to answer back to one of you. And we, all right. No worries. Okay. I will look at it and I will text back. Okay. I have time. <laughs> and yeah so really thank you very much for listening to friends unscripted next week we're going to talk about a little bit into the whole introvert extrovert debate you know branching out and stuff and you know we'll see how that goes we're gonna see how our how our ladies do in that aspect wait yes Joanna. next week is introvert extrovert episode yes it is okay i'm really excited for that one just because like if the listeners listened to the first episode, um, a lot of you guys said that you thought I was really shy in high school, um, which is like very interesting to me that that was like your like um, initial response of me. Um, but I see that. I totally see that. I, I, I like I remember like 16, 17 year old, 17 year old Joanna being really shy, but it's like it's very I think 20, 21 year old Joanna now is very different. And like kind of like I think college kind of made me change a lot in that aspect. But, you know, um, I don't know if I consider myself an introvert and extrovert, but you're just going to have to see on next week's episode. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're definitely I mean, you never know. One day we're going to have a little bit of a face reveal here and we're going to have a side by side photo. I have a picture of Joanna when she was in high school, literally shielding her, (laughs) literally shielding her face away from my camera, just like covering (laughs) both like her entire face with both of her hands, just like slightly peeking at me, but just still wanting to hide. And she's across the table from me. Remind you. Oh, wait, I think I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. So we're going to have a side-by-side photo of that versus the Joanna now. Very much shyly 
shinly <laughs> shining in the sun just brightly standing into it this is yes. yeah and don't um i've been photographed multiple times by my university so <laughs> this is really bad don't look up my name <laughs> she's about to become the mascot of NYU. Yes. oh wait but he's about to become the mascot have <laughs> are we are we allowed to share where we go or no for safety no. purposes i don't know i mean last episode gd labiba and sim they all mentioned where they went to school so if you guys like if you guys don't want to talk about it then you don't have to but like yeah i go to nyu um that's it that's right pop off. no 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 i don't like I, saying that i go there girl. She's a Tandon girl, and we're extremely proud. No. Yes. No, it's just it's just a small school. You probably didn't like never heard of it. It's, it's like <laughs> yeah. really not that well known. Um, and it's it's called NYU. Um, probably not that famous. Um, so don't don't research or anything. Yeah. If she's diminishing any of your dreams, don't worry. You can come at her on the comments. <laughs> But yeah, next week we're definitely going to be talking about introvert, extrovert, um, branching out and such, just like how college changed us, of course, like Joanna, or, you know, how it's, you know, we can un- be unashamed while we stay at home alone, because that's also okay. <laughs> but yeah, thank you very much for listening. Uh, we'll see you next week. Don't forget to subscribe, comment, and follow us on Instagram and TikTok, because Joanna manages that, and that's amazing. She has very good editing skills, like her, and love her stuff, please, because you know what? It's amazing. <laughs> But yeah, bye. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.